the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of our Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers in these great lands. Uh, My name is Sean Zamanoff, your host today. And so we have a special series that we are rolling out just for you. Uh, We are going to be interviewing several realtors, uh, our favorite partners in our business, and really finding out how you can grow your relationships, gain more relationships, and move the needle with you and your realtor partners. Uh, So my guest today, Don and I, it's probably at least 15 years that we've known each other. And uh, so Don Griffin, I think it's longer than that. Is it, I mean, I've been doing this for 21 years. So how, I mean, did, did we meet that early on? You helped me, you helped me um, buy a house by refinancing a house that I owned. And that, okay. that, I mean, that was at least 17 years ago. Okay. So that was 17 years ago. And then we had something weird that happened on a transaction. Then we not kind of talked for a while. I don't even know right. what happened. And I don't, I don't either because I wasn't there. Oh. Some, I don't remember. And then anyway, now we've been working again for the last decade together. Yeah. Or more. Oh. So welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks uh, so, for so you've been doing real estate for quite some time. Uh, you are... Also, uh, highly educated. You didn't think you were actually going to do real estate full time. You have a degree in civil engineering. Is that correct? No, urban planning. No, urban planning. Okay. There was no math. The same thing? <laughs> There's no math. <laughs> There's no math. Okay. Uh, and so you were selling houses while you were getting your degree and then realized you were, your degree was never going to pay you? What? Yeah, urban, pretty much. What? Yeah. I was... Um, I was working my way through grad school by being a realtor. And by the time I finished grad school, I was actually, my business was established and had just started taking off. Um, And, you know, entry level urban planners were not, were not making what I was making as a, as an up and coming realtor. And now looking back on that almost two decades ago, uh, that was a really good decision to build your business. It was, it was. And I had, I had no idea I would be in this industry this long. I really thought it was like, let me get my real estate license so I can be boots on the ground, learn about how cities work and how real estate works. And then I'll like take this next jump into urban planning and real estate development. And I just, I just never left. I, I just, I don't know. I ended up being really good at it and had loyal clients who referred me to their friends and family and it just snowballed. Well, and you're not just really good at it. Your, your game keeps improving. Like your, your website is pretty awesome. It's all, you've always had a good website, but like in the last couple of years, your social media, I mean, especially your Instagram has really blown up. Uh, the, I mean, if you all are listening right now, uh, when you're done, open up your Instagram, follow Dawn, Dawn Griffin, uh, and, Really, I mean, check her out. I mean, the things that she's doing, the amount of videos, content, and everything that, that you were putting out uh, is awesome. It's very well done. <laughs> and uh, and that has to be impacting your business in, in an even more positive way right now. Yeah, I mean, that's one of our big focuses this year 
um, you know, everyone said video, video, video. We resisted that kicking and screaming forever. Um, I still like, even now we don't do nearly enough video, um, trying to fit it in and do it every day and be consistent that that's hard, but we've, we, um, for Instagram, uh, I have a marketing manager and she and I meet weekly and we have, we have a marketing calendar. So we're constantly scouting things and thinking about what we want to share and who we want to talk to. Um, but then we very methodically sit down at the beginning of the week, plan out what we're going to post, who does what a lot of times I do concepting, um, and, and, like content writing and she will produce it. Cause I'll have an idea in my head of what I want it to look like, or I'll share someone's with her. I'll share someone else's post with her and I'll say like, this is what I'm going for. And then, and then she plots and executes everything. In, in your team, like your transaction coordinator, your marketing uh, person, like they've been with you for a long time. Like, I mean, your, your team is incredibly well dialed in. Yeah. Yeah. We've all been together. Um, Andrea has been with me the longest and it's been seven years. Um, then Kristen is our transactional coordinator and she's been with us six, six years. Both women were clients of mine prior to joining my team. So and are all of your buyers agents? No, no, no. Yeah. And so we have three <laughs> full-time buyers agents. Um, Lance has been on the team for at least six years. Was he, was uh, he a client? Lance was not a client. He was. Okay. So Lance and Natalie weren't clients. Lance and Natalie were not clients. Sabina hmm. was a client. Sabina was actually Lance's. Lance was Sabina's buyer's agent when she purchased. So Sabina was doing her research, found our team online, called in, said, I want to buy a house. Um, I hooked her up with Lance. They got into the field and they like to joke that he got her the last good deal available before housing prices skyrocketed. She's like, I was able to offer less and negotiate my building inspection. Um, so Donna, they have really I, I, when did she close? Oh my goodness. Okay. Because if it was not the end, if it was not before June of 2020, then you got me the last good deal. That existed <laughs> in real estate market. That's right. We did get you a good deal. I mean, you got you a good deal. I was like, I think this house is too small for you. And then you went home and you were like, no, that's my house. <laughs> yeah. Well, that just worked out. And uh, fortunately, that other contract fell out. And I remember, so uh, I became buddies a little bit with the the owner of the house. And so I started communicating with him. And it was just funny because, so Don and I worked together for a long time. So she wasn't worried about it. But the listing agent kept telling the seller of the house, how I was just baiting him for information and going to use it all against him. Uh, so I, I remember you for telling me that information during uh, the meeting, what they were a little concerned about, uh, but it all worked out and I could sell that house for a lot more than I paid for that three years ago right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But why would you? It's amazing. <laughs> Not and, and move where? Right. Exactly. So we had put some questions out inside of the next level loan officers community and just, I said, Hey, I'm going to do this podcast podcast series. What would you like to know? And, and so like, I'm, I'm fortunate in getting to work with you because you know, the, the first thing that they asked isn't really 
true. You know, a lot of uh, realtors are educated at some point along the way that they need to hand out three business cards. And so that was the first question uh, of, of why uh, you need to hand out three business cards. And, you know, most of our communication with our buyers starts with a text of, hey, Bob, here's Sean. So uh, not something you do. I mean, if, during portions of your career, have you handed out three cards before? Is that something you've considered or just you match yeah. people with the person that, that works best for them? I, I've just, I've never handed out cards as a, as a marketing tool. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I've had them, I, but I, I just never, I just never do that. I don't know. Like I, my business started growing because I started a blog online and people just started emailing me. Um, and so like, I feel like all, like I've never prospected in that way. And just like met people at the grocery store and been like, Hey, I'm Don Griffin. I'm the local real estate agent. I, I just never did that. I did leave cards behind after. No, the question was that you're handing out three lenders cards. Oh my God. Okay. That's why I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, yes. Three, three lender contacts. Okay. God, I hope you can edit that out. I did not get the question. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're, you're good. And we won't because like we're loan officers doing podcasts and, you know, things just aren't perfect, but we roll. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that was kind of beaten into us early on um, by big brokers, big, big companies um, who would say for liability purposes, you have to give buyers options. And so... We, yeah, we used to hand out, you know, yeah, multiple lenders <laughs> uh, for liability reasons. Yeah, it, it's just something that, that happens. But like, you know, when you gain trust, when you do a great job and, and have products, then, you know, you, you work your way up to the top of that list. And then somebody's like, well, your name was the first on the list. So I called you first. Mm -hmm. um, so the, uh, another question, uh, or we were actually talking about this beforehand, like, you know, right now, uh, and, and I was telling you, I don't know if you knew or not, but you know, this, as far as the amount of mortgage transactions going through the market, it's the slowest that it's been since 1995. So there's a lot of desperate loan officers out there. Uh, and it's, it's challenging times. It's interesting that we can have real estate prices, where they are, the market be as strong as it is in some aspects, but just so weak because of, of supply and mm -hmm. choking some people out of the market. And you, you, you were telling me that you've never had as many loan officers calling you as you do right now. Is, is, is everybody like, Hey Don, let's grab coffee or like, mm -hmm. what are they saying? Are they giving you any value? Um, they're, I mean, to, to be honest, like I dodge a lot. <laughs> I dodge a lot. Um, but people email, people send me cards. I just had this one guy. I won't, I don't want to show you his picture, but he sent me, he sent me a letter and he put a Starbucks card in it. And I like, so I will call him back. You know, because I'm not going to be a jerk and use a Starbucks card and not even at least say thank you. Was it you know $5 I mean? or $10? Huh? 
Was it five dollars or ten dollars? I think it was ten. <laughs> it was ten. Okay. I think it was ten, but like that. I mean, I'll talk to him because I'm just not going to be a jerk and have coffee on him and not even say thank <laughs> you. Um, but honestly, like I, I do screen my voicemail a yeah. lot. I get a lot. I get a lot more emails, like the rate emails weekly. Um, and I've had, I've had coffee with one lender who, um, you know, I mean, he's been in the business for 20 plus years. He really knew what he was talking about. Um, but you know, I just, I, so, so, I don't, so I don't I know that, that it'll go farther than coffee. No, no, it's, it's, I mean, it better not go. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, like, but, but it's good for people listening. So, so a handwritten note, sending a coffee card, like, you know, we, we've got to create value, uh, for our partners. Like, you know, and one of the things too, like with sending out, I'm, I'm pretty religious. I send out a, um, uh, pretty religious in, in what I do. We don't need to discuss religion on a loan officer podcast, uh, but pretty religious in the fact that Mondays, uh, there's a rate email and Fridays, there's something of value about a program or something we do uh, just to educate. And, you know, the, the whole purpose of that is not so I don't really expect anybody to ever respond to it. But, you know, I, I want to be in front of people and I want them to be like, you know, I know a lender is going to screw up. I know there's going to be a lot of lenders in the next six months that have a new career. Uh, I've mm-hmm. a, I'm working with new agents right now that were referrals from other great agents like Dawn who were like, Hey, my lender quit. I'm like, can you help me? And you know, that's how it started. I mean, the first deal I got was a $425,000 VA deal and their lender quit. I was like, yes, that's a, that's a good loan. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's really important to stay in front. I'm, I'm starting to get a little creative, like just to see what kind of responses I can get. Uh, like the, my, the subject of my rate email yesterday was my rates, kick your lenders, dot, dot, dot. And I expected somebody, I still didn't get a response from it. Uh, and, and so, but that's the thing, like it's don't worry, don't judge yourself as you're listening to this on the responses that you get. You've got to, to stay in front of agents. You know, one of the things, so Kenneth Travis, you don't know him, but, but he's one of my other partners and founders here at Next Level. And I, I want to ask you, since you're on right now, we're talking about this. So now he's in East Texas, so everything's different there. Um, but uh, so he'll go to like Walmart or um, there's probably a Kmart in his town and uh, he'll get like the cheapest cowboy boots that he can, but like try to get like a size 12 or a 13. And he'll send it to an agent and say, I'm just trying to get my foot in the door. Would you return somebody's uh, call if they sent you a boot and said, I'm just trying to get my foot foot in the door? No. <laughs> no okay. I'm just wondering if that was going to work in St. Louis, Missouri or anywhere that's not, uh, that's like that. So coffee card notes, uh, that, that's, that's what we need to do to work it. Um, so another question uh, that that came up is like once you start to to work with an agent, once a loan officer is working with a realtor, like what are ways that really to earn uh, a realtor's loyalty? You know, how do you go from 
all right, this deal got messed up. I'm going to give it to this guy and give him a chance to being like, I'm going to refer them on most of my transactions because it just works. It's what the clients say about their experience. It's if our clients are having repeatedly good experiences, if it's easy, um, if it's intuitive, if they felt like they understood, like the way that, that you stay near and dear to me is that you treat the client like gold. Because if I referred you and they call me back and tell me it was, you know, it, it was a slog and it was too much paperwork and it wasn't intuitive. And the lender asked them for the same thing over and over and over again. Um, if there's like a hiccup or a hurdle or a scare that the client heard about before I heard about, you know, like that, that's a really good way for me to not refer you again. But if we get to the closing table and the rapport between the lender and the client is really good and the client makes makes a point of telling me that they had a good, like that the lending experience was good, you will stay on our list. Like we will refer you. Um, you have saved other deals though before, you know, like bad appraisal deals, um, pick stuff up that people couldn't close, close it quickly. Like, I think when someone else messes up, you get the chance. Um, but if you want to keep loyalty, it's making sure the client's experience is flawless. You know, I bet every single loan officer just, just learned something listening to that because I, I think we make the process so much uh, about the agent and, and the referral source that I, that I think, you know, of course we should have good service and do all of these things, but I think that sometimes we miss the chance to wow the, the customer and forget how important that is in that referral relationship. That's a, yeah. That, I, I mean, that was good. yeah, obviously like how in this market, like help marketing, you know, those kinds of like, I, like those kinds of things are valuable. Um, education is valuable. Um, but honestly, it's about the client. So if they're happy, we'll refer you all day long. Perfect. What's, uh, what's the most creative thing that, uh, that you're seeing these days is that coffee card and, and a handwritten letter, the most creative thing that anybody's sending your way? Yeah, the coffee card was definitely the most creative. There's this other, there's this other man. It was the guy I was telling you about who I finally went and had coffee with him. I, I dodged him for a long time, <laughs> but I didn't put him in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and so most of the time I was like, oh, that's that number. But then one day I was in my car and the phone number didn't, like it just didn't show up. So I answered and I was like, God dang it. And so I finally, but like his persistence, I was just like, okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> um, and after that he followed up and he sent me and my whole team um, books to uh, Atomic Habits. He sent us the Atomic Habits book. Great book. Yeah. 
So yeah, James Clear also has for, for everybody listening right now, he's got a three, two, one email. It's like three quotes, two somethings. One of the things that you can sign up for. I don't know what day of the week he sends that out, but it's a really good weekly email as well, too. I like yeah, the quick hitters. Man. The book was great, but but the quick hitters helped me a lot as well. Yeah, just positive mind. Like keep your eye on the ball, keep your focus, yeah. stay positive. So, hey, Don, if somebody's listening right now, I mean, I'm sure there's some clients out there that are that are looking for a great realtor as well, too, and happen to be listening to this podcast. How would they contact you? Uh, Dawn at DawnGriffin.com. Our website is DawnGriffin.com, and phone number is 314-541-3840. Oh, wow. She even put the phone number out there. Phone number. Call, right. After this gets released, 97 loan officers are going to call. You're like, I'm so much better than Sean. You don't need to deal with me anymore. <laughs> Let me tell you about what I have. And your clients are going to like me way more than they like him. Impossible. <laughs> uh, wait, thanks for joining us today. Anything else that you want to share or you want to tell loan officers that, that would help them or that you want to get off your chest because like you've just waited to tell 4,000 loan officers something that you can relay to all of them right now? No, I mean, it's always about the client, right? Like if we're always thinking about the client and we serve them, they will refer us to friends and family. Yeah. So. And I mean, you have, I mean, I, I know a lot of realtors do that. Like what, what can a loan officer take from what you do? Because the amount of repeat business, and maybe it's just because you are so good at the follow-up and so good at staying in front of them. but there are probably few agents that have closed as many transactions as you have for the same people three and four times. Um, I, we just early on, I think one of the very first realtor seminars I went to, the agent just said, you know, like treat, treat your clients like gold and don't ever let them forget you and be the source, right? Like when they need, when they need a landscaper, like you should be their first call when their roof leaks, you should be their first call. And I just, I took that to heart. And so I became, you know, their own personal Rolodex. And so when people call me and say, my roof is leaking, I used to freak out and I was like, Oh, it's my fault. Your roof is leaking, but it wasn't. <laughs> They just wanted to know who to call, like who can they call and who can come over. So we just, we treat all of our past clients like there are forever clients. Like we want to be there. We want to be the real estate um, go-to. So that's like we stay in front of them. We offer value and, and they seem to appreciate it. Yeah. We do a lot of that too. My only concern these days is when people call and ask me for a contractor and I'm like, do you need one this year? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I, that's like a full time just staying. I've gone through so many contractors over the years, you know, yeah. and we'll have a We'll have a good run. We'll have a good two to three year run. And then, and then something happens. So finding contractors and keeping those relationships, that is, that takes a lot of my time. And just yeah. I mean, you know, my God, that I was loyal to for way too long. I mean, same thing, same thing there. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, Don, thank you for joining us today. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> listeners, people watching us on YouTube, uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Again, this is your Next Level in Officers podcast. I'm Sean Zamanoff, and thank you very much for joining us today.